Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. And today we'll be reviewing Powerless, the third book in Elsie Silver's Chestnut Spring series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWRudeRom, join our Facebook group, The Spoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon where we have extra content including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks special shout out to our patrons we love and appreciate you so much yes so julia just got back from the beach how was that was it lovely like we um in louisiana i feel like the majority of people their summer vacation is to a beach either in alabama or florida like that's where summer vacations have always been for our families yeah as a matter of fact there's some really obnoxious neighbors like you know in their umbrellas next to us or whatever and we found out that they were from louisiana oh that's so funny yeah everyone goes like around the same time don't go during the fourth like the week of the fourth is the worse it's ever it's all louisiana people but like it's just there's so many like lsu tents and i mean it's just like yeah it's it's like louisiana tiger mania yeah it is 100 percent. yeah but it was great i mean you know i honestly you guys i'm really not a beach person i'm a mountain girl like i would rather be in the mountains like just you know doing mountain type of things <laughs> you know or just like enjoying looking at the mountains the walking through hills that kind of thing but it was I enjoyed it I did enjoy it like you know it's so funny because Kevin and I have this basically we only drink Corona with lime on the beach so like, like that's your soon, beach beer yes so as soon as we get there or any kind of Mexican beer with lime mm-hmm. we, we like Modelo too but anyway so so yeah so you know, we were chilling, listening to like Bob Marley, you know, just very beachy things. That's also a funny thing when yeah. you're on the beach. I feel like everyone brings their radios out there. Yeah. And, and if someone has like a bigger sound system oh, yeah. um, and they're playing like all their music and you can't hear your music, it's just yeah. like a lot sometimes. Well, if our, it's crowded, which I prefer to go to less crowded beaches because of that. Yeah. The, our neighbors, it was really just the this one guy. He was such a douchebag. Oh, no. Y'all, you, you want to hear? Yeah. Okay. So... Like, for one thing, he was talking about purchasing Rolexes, and he was giving advice to the people he was with. They were probably, like, his brother-in-law or something. They were young like them, you know. Yeah, like, well, you know, you know, we got hers for 6000 She's like, yeah, and it reappraised for, like, sixteen fifty. He's like, no, babe, like, 13000 And I'm like, you fucking douchebags. Like, they're, like, giving lessons to these people they're with on how to purchase Rolexes the right way. He's like, you go in, you go in with your other Rolex, you know, so they know you're, like, professional like Rolex buyer oh my god like dude oh my you're god you're such a douche oh and then, no so we started These calling him Ro- we're calling him Rolex the whole time I'm like oh thank god Rolex isn't out you know like we literally like nicknamed him and then like he was they were talking about like the evolution of country music and how it started and he was giving lessons to everybody else about this and then the funniest thing to me was his wife and his one of his daughters was in the water and I don't know what happened if like somebody bumped into them or if they were getting too far away but all of a sudden he goes what oh it is ass kicking time and he stood up and took off his shirt and was like stare like staring down the beach I'm like what are you going to do dude this guy <laughs> sounds very full of himself and very opinionated y'all he is 100% like the villain in our contemporary romances like yeah. if you have like the major douchebag like they exist we listen to him on the beach like I was just wow I got inspiration for like villains in future books so wow yeah I hate yeah. those people though. <laughs> it's like my god just obnoxious but other than that I enjoyed the beach. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> did you stay under the umbrella and read the whole time, or yes, pretty basically. That's or I, what I sometimes did. I just was like listening to the waves and like closing my eyes and you know, kind of just like relaxing, chilling. Yeah, yeah. I needed it because um, so much work to do. Yeah, so much work it, to do. It, it is. Yeah. It is a lot to go on vacation and still have your your work to do. But yeah, um, I like going to the beach. It's not that um, I I don't like sit out in the sun or anything. Yeah. I'm f- fairly fair. My family, my whole family, has basically a history oh, yeah. of skin cancer, so I'm just like not trying to be up in the sun yeah. anymore I'm than I need to. Under the umbrella the whole time. <laughs> and the last time I went to the beach was last year. Mm-hmm. 
um, after we had finished our semester, a bunch of us uh, in school, we went together and I like purchased extra chairs just because I was like, I'm literally going to be taking one chair the whole time. Like I'm going to be (laughs) under the umbrella. I was like, so like in, you know, the condo only comes with, you know, however many it comes with. And so I like got more because I was like, I will, this is my chair and my umbrella. I'm like, I'm sitting under it. So I'm not moving. Um, But I, I love like the sound of the beach. I find it so relaxing to read on it the is. beach. There is if there's not somebody the next to you just waves. like being a douchebag. But yeah, and 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 the funny thing is, we only had to deal with them that one day. Like they never oh, came yeah. out in their umbrellas left. again. Oh, By the okay. way, it's funny. He reminds me a little bit of the douchebag, the rich douchebag in the story we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. That's a really good comparison, actually. So let's jump in to powerless now that we have that segue. <laughs> so. These characters, if you read Flawless and Heartless, and we did previous episodes on those, so go check those out if you haven't listened to those already. These characters are kind of in the background, especially at the end of Heartless. We do see Sloane appear. We hear about her. She is the cousin of the Eatons. And uh, basically, like, that whole family is boys. And Violet is the one girl. And they both come to the ranch when Cade, they're, like, you know, rounding up cattle, doing all that stuff. So they're all coming to help. And Sloane arrives, and there had been some hints before that Sloane, the cousin, and Jasper, who is basically Bo's best friend, but who has also been kind of adopted into the Eaton family. Um, He's like an honorary, you know, brother to them all. Apparently, like, they've always had, like, a vibe, you know? And Cade Mm -hmm. kind of zones in on that. And he's watching them very, like, closely when Sloane gets there. And Violet announces that Sloane's engaged. And Jasper's reaction is like, what? To who? And so, like, I love that little teaser in Heartless because I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so great. Like, a Friends to Lovers where she's engaged to somebody else. And he's realizing his own feelings for her go deeper than that of, like, you know, a kind of sister figure. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of where we start off on this. Um, But some other things to know is Jasper is a professional hockey player and um, he obviously has a past with his actual family because of, you know, we do know that he was basically adopted by the Eatons, Mm -hmm. not officially or anything. Um, But we don't know what happened with his family when we start off. We just know something has happened and he's not close with them. And Sloane, she is the daughter of uh, the Eaton's uh, aunt, basically. Right. So she's related through the mom side of the family. And she's a ballerina. So she's in the city in Calgary, <laughs> living the city girl life. And her dad's pretty rich. Um, so the two sisters married completely different people. Right. I thought that was Sloan, an interesting yeah, contrast. Yeah. Sloane's mom married somebody who's very well-to-do. He's in the business world right. and very, you know, very concerned with who he associates yeah. with and rich city elites yes elitist kind of elitist type of attitude yeah, and then her aunt who married you know harvey our beloved <sighs> oh. patriarch which i love so much yes um obviously married a rancher and made her life in the country and stuff so t- totally different ways of life right so, anyway so that's how we start our story with jasper kind of like being there for Sloan as she's preparing to get married and a lot of the family can't make it into the city during the time whenever they're kind of having like recept like rehearsal kind of things and right. so he ends up by going to dinner just to meet this guy and it doesn't start off very well. Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have not read Powerless already, please go read it and come back and check it out with us. Okay, guys. So speaking of Rolex on the beach, so imagine that we're now at a steak dinner. <laughs> steak dinner. And this guy's name is fucking Sterling, Sterling. Woodcock. Sterling Woodcock. What? <laughs> Ow. Like, dude. And apparently he's talking about big game hunting, which oh, is yes. an elitist thing to yes. do. Yes. You know? To go pay and go kill lions. Yeah, exactly. Like, what and the like, fuck? look, listen, we live in Louisiana. It's hunters, fishers, like sportsmen's paradise, all that type of stuff. But like we actually But actual like, like hunt in the wild. Like deer you know? and like ducks deer, and we actually eat them. Ducks. Not endangered animals of any kind. No, it's actually not like for, a population decrease is yeah. why you have to hunt them. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so we understand like 
actual hunting. This is not hunting. Yeah, the balance is, of the ecosystem this is versus stupid. Let me make myself feel better about my small dick type of thing. You exactly. Know? Um, by 100%. being an awful person. So <laughs> that's the type of person Sloan is marrying. And Jasper's kind of mind blown because he's just like, kind of like, Who what is this person? What is happening? And he's cutting her off nonstop and yeah. belittling her like mm-hmm. the whole dinner. He's like basically, you know, and talking about her dancing as being like basically now that you're done with this like hobby of yours kind of thing. Like he's just a total womanizing chauvinistic dick. And I think that, you know, for Jasper, it's so obvious to him. And he is just like, I can't believe that this is the type of guy that Sloan is marrying. And you can even tell that Sterling, because it does come out at that that. Uh, dinner one of his friends is like wait you're not cousins like they thought Jasper was her cousin right and they're like no we're just friends like we're not actually cousins or anything because like he's treated like an honorary Mm -hmm. brother but they're obviously not related Sterling notices the way because he's because Jasper's talking to him but there's like these little bitty digs he's Mm -hmm. basically you know there's an undercurrent between them and he knows that staring at her Mm -hmm. like and and sterling finally notices and like puts his arm around her like being all proprietary yeah Ugh, I hate him. It's just like a very <laughs> awkward dinner. And right. Jasper does say something whenever when they leave, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jasper hadn't seen her in a while, especially after she just moved to the city. They were both in the city at the time, and he helped right. her move into her new apartment and stuff like that. And he hasn't really, like, talked to her. Their lives kind of got so busy, so they haven't right. been hanging out as often. And he does bring up, like, the way that Sterling talked. And Sloane just basically doesn't want to hear it. And Yeah, she's like, it's none of your business now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you, you exactly. haven't even been in my life. So who are you to say anything? Yep. And she feels bad about stuff that she says because she does reference, like, his past and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, Because Jasper doesn't want to bring up her dad. But, like, her dad has <laughs> never liked Jasper. And then yeah. we find out later on in the book there's been yeah. a run-in with there's, the dad. There's, there's worse than just, There's like worse her, yeah. than just, oh, he doesn't like him. Like, yeah. we're not aware of this in the beginning. We just yeah. – know that Jasper's fully aware that her dad is probably manipulating her into this marriage because Mm -hmm. she does say when Jasper asks like how did you meet this guy oh well he's the son of like a guy that my dad's doing business with Mm -hmm. you know and so it feels and in her head she's like her dad explained you know kind of business arrangement marriages aren't that uncommon in their circles and stuff and I really like because it's so easy to kind of be down on Sloan because I feel like when I have an issue with my hero or heroine having an ex that's so blatantly horrible. Right. Like, blatantly out there. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck did you ever see in this person? Like, yeah. I have a hard time with exes that are too horrible because I'm like, but you picked them in the first place, right? Yeah. And so I get annoyed with that. But I really like how later on Elsie Silver explains how Sloane, when they were actually moving in, and I'm kind of jumping around, but this is just to explain why it didn't bother me as much in this instance. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was moving in and Jasper was helping, she kind of, like, threw it out there, like, maybe she and Jasper could be more than friends. Yeah. And he kind of shut her down. He's like, no, that would never happen. Yeah, like, like that would ever happen. Like, mm. and she was like, oh, shit. So, like, and she's, my and dreams. And she's thrown herself at him before mm-hmm. in their teen years. Like, know, it was a for... very well-known fact when they were younger yes. that she had a crush on and him. And she'd ask him to prom and he turned her down. Like, every time she has put herself out there, yes. he has turned her down. So and she... I, I agree with Jessen on this because... Like, it's not even that she chose him in her mind. She's, like, she's settling, and she knows she's settling because the only person she's ever wanted is Jasper, and she knows she can't have him. Yes, and she also feels bad that she's getting, you know, older in life, and she feels like she's wasted so much time on Jasper, and she's, like, I don't want to be alone. And honestly, as a person who is single, I can totally relate to that and being, like, oh, my God, is it me? Am I pushing everyone? I know that this is, like, you know – my ideal and for right. her she's like jasper's my ideal but i'm never gonna get it because he never want he's not gonna ever he, want me so right i'm going to have to settle I for something to, exactly. less than exactly. and so like that i like that elsie silver had that explanation later on because it really made me sympathize with her a lot more me too. for having agreed to this marriage and being like okay with maybe eyes can wide get, open yeah maybe know? i can get to know him maybe he's not as bad as i think he is all that jazz and also you know I'm doing a favor for my dad. Yeah, you and I have obviously have problems with the TSTL, too stupid to live heroines. Yeah, yes, and yes. so that kind of move where, what do you mean? He's a nice guy. If she had mm-hmm. been like that, I'd have been like, are you kidding me right yeah. now? Like, anybody can tell he's a total douchebag. Yes. But 
she had kind of been putting up with him until, and then when Jasper's there, it sort of becomes like this complete contrast, like, okay, he is worse than I even thought he was. Yes. You know? And so I think this is, it was kind of eye-opening because we get to the wedding. Because it feels day. embarrassing. Like it's whenever in, someone's she, like the treating you that way and your friend is calling calling it out and you're like, oh shit. Like, and he's I like, why do you let him this? talk to you yeah. like that? And, and she's, Thankfully for the wedding day, she gets an anonymous text. <laughs> yes. While she's like sitting there in her wedding dress thinking, sweating and feeling like she's going to vomit. She's like, I don't know if I can do this. She's literally thinking, I don't know if I can go through with this. Because she knows she doesn't love him. She's and even I love admitted how it to herself. Violet you know? even like is like, hey. Because hey. like, I think she squeezes her hand so hard that she actually cuts into her palm a little bit from yeah. her fingernail. Yeah. And she, she's like, oh my God, don't get blood on your dress. And like Violet is feeling the tension. She's like, hey, if you need an out, like I'm totally your like, girl. Hey, like we can sneak out the back just, and no. Nobody would know. I would feel bad if I never offered you this option. Yes. Like, I just feel like I have to throw it out there. Yeah. And, and that's her really closest cousin. Like, yeah. they're like one of her sisters, one of her closest, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so she gets an anonymous text, and it is of um, Sterling, you know, fucking the stripper the night before at his Jesus. bachelor party. Like, and so she's like, and immediately she's like, thank God I don't have to do yes, this. Yes, because, you and know? I also, I also was. I was hoping, or at least I hope, that she wouldn't have gone through with it, even if she didn't get this. Like, I was hoping that she was building up to that, like, not right. going through with it. Yeah. But this also makes it easier, at least in the public eye, that, hey, right. I have this solid piece of evidence of yeah, that why I'm not marrying this trash bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is why I'm not marrying him. Like, I have proof and evidence that he literally slept with a stripper the yes. other night. Um, so, like, I, I like that this is, like, the perfect opportunity. And so she calls <laughs> Sterling in. Honestly, I would have been like, fuck you. Like, I would have just left. But she yeah. calls Sterling in to, like, be an adult about it, I guess, and, and, and say, talk to this him. This isn't happening. Yeah, to be like, okay, I see this, and obviously we shouldn't be yeah. getting married. Yeah, we're not getting married now. And there's commotion going on. Jasper sees, like, the Eatons, like, in the hallway, and, they're, and he's like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, we're kind of eavesdropping Willa. She's funny. Yeah. She's big and pregnant, um, her and Cade. Um, and I love them so much. They're I so love awesome. all of Willa's, like, text messages throughout the book, by the way. Like, Willa has the best text. Willa She's, is my favorite. I yeah, will not lie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the, Willa and Kate are my favorite. And I'm very blatant about it. But um, yeah. basically what happens is Jasper steps in because he's like, you're not going to talk to her like this because he had yeah. raised voices. He's being a douchebag, being like, we're not married yet. It was my, it was my bachelor, my bachelor party. party. Come on, what's wrong Stupid. with you? He's like, basically blaming her. Like, what's your problem that you, you Like, know, this you is normal. Problem. This is so normal. And I'm like, it's not normal, but it'll go, okay. Um, so Jasper basically is like, throws him out. And uh, she does not want to deal with like the, the, fallout with, fall out with all that so willa's like i gotcha i got a, I got an idea and kate's like <laughs> okay willa's gonna take care of it so basically she pretends like something's wrong yeah. she's like oh, oh my, my baby. baby she like kind of like falls to the ground oh i think, I think i'm in labor yeah. early labor and then her and jasper run out to his i car. love kate's kind of like rolling his eyes yeah, on like her my dramatic <laughs> wife i love him so much <laughs> acting overacting right yes. here um, so so amazing anyway so they get they get away in his car and um on the way she's like let's go to the ranch like the ranch is their safe place both of them and yeah. I, that's what i really like about it too she would spend summers with her cousins yeah. um you know all the time and like this was such a like different way of living than yes. what she was used and she to thinks with her family being, like her happiest moments yeah her happiest moments was with yes. her cousins on the ranch and of course jasper, jasper she reflects on the first time that she saw him at 11 mm. and immediately having a crush on this like who is that who is those this? new friends who is this hot you know? like 16 year old mm -hmm. or whatever like she, like she was she was super into him and i think we can all relate to having that yeah. you know crush that we had yeah. whenever we were younger and so she he asked her where do you want to go and, and she's like let's go to the ranch yeah so they're on the way. They also she stops in her stop. the gas station in her dress, and she's just like, "I just want a cheap ass beer. I, want, I just I don't want, want yeah champagne. Anything I need a drink. refined. Like I'm so sick of all this bullshit. You know, yeah. I just want so they buddy's get best. buddy's best beer. I love the guy at the counters. Like he he's like finally looks up from his phone. And he's like, "Congratulations, that'll be eleven ninety five or whatever. Like you know, like like." He doesn't even blink. 
that she's like, you know, looking all disheveled, like, half in her dress because her like veils out and like, we were, like everything. trying to take all of her bobby pins her bobby out, pins. which is like <laughs> sticking her in the head. She's over it. Um, but I also like that this becomes almost like a little running shtick for them. Like she, the beer's terrible. She's like, yes. oh god, it's awful. But you know, I'm still gonna drink I it. I love it. Maybe it's an acquired taste for yeah. this <laughs> shitty beer. Um, and they keep picking it up um, at different points in the story. It becomes like just a staple. Honestly, it's, yeah. You know, it's really She's fun. Like, We're gonna try it in bottle. Do they? Does it come in a bottle? Is it like good enough to come in? A, you know. Yes. It's funny. So then they head to the ranch, and everything's sort of like, like they're both. There's like tension between them both, but mm-hmm. also, like she needed this relief to get away, to get away from all of this insanity. And they're kind of laughing about how insane it is. And then they step into the house, and Harvey, who should have been at the wedding, is sitting at the table with his head down and like a uh, drink by his hand. And we know something is terrible. And he's like, "What happened?" Bo's missing. Yeah. The so Bo's in, in Bo's in the military and he's supposed to have been there for the wedding and like something happened. Like something he, happened. he never arrived on the day that he was supposed to and Harvey was trying to get information in the background and uh so he's missing in action now so yeah. the whole family's devastated jasper is completely that is his best friend who saved him so we can go into the background for jasper yeah. um what exactly happened when uh jasper was in high school there was a tragic accident with his family and right. he ended up by living in his car and so people were actually teasing jasper and because um, he was homeless because he was homeless living in a car in the woods yeah. and Bo, who was basically like the golden boy he was an athlete he's super popular yeah. yeah and so he kind of steps in and he's like y'all leave him alone and he actually follows jasper into the woods basically and being like is this where you live and jasper was like yeah like what about it and he's like you can come to my house like we have plenty of room like it's fine He was like what if your family doesn't want me he's like no it's fine like seriously and the yeah. Eatons from then on literally took Jasper in yeah while he is literally like Harvey's other son yes you know um and he was already working towards you know hockey was his way out basically right he's like if I can just keep my head down in school and focus on hockey hopefully I can get a job that way and then yeah you know I won't this isn't forever and then right. he gets the leg up when the Eatons take him in and give him a place to stay and care for him and that like, becomes his family because yeah his because of the tragic accident with where his sister died. Yeah. He, um, his, his dad abandoned all of them and started, started a new, a new family. family. And his mom basically just went on a bender and became like drug and alcohol and related. So he was left, you know, just left behind. The he fault of the family is that he, his yes. parents basically abandoned him and he yes. was on his own. Right. Because the parents were too much into their own grief to care about their living child. So. Yeah. Which I sympathize with in a way because I'm like, I can't even imagine losing a child, yeah. but also like you have a child still. Right. And Jasper suffered because of that. And yeah. that's absolutely not fair. Um, so when they're at the ranch and just hanging out and stuff, like Sloan has nowhere to be. She has no upcoming like ballets or anything. And she just wants to be around people that she loves. Right. Right. Um, obviously it's very heavy at the ranch. Jasper has to go back into the city. He has a game and stuff like that. And so Sloan's just like, well, I'm going to come with you. You know, um, I'm going to probably need to get stuff from my apartment eventually, but like, I'm not going to do that right now. And so she ends up by going into the city because she wants to be there for Jasper as well. Because he's right. feeling it. And she feels that for him. And so she's like, we're better together. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. And they stop at Walmart on the way back to the city. And because she, <laughs> she wants to get leggings. Um, she needs bra, panties. Like, Alone, the whole works. Hello? And she's, like, getting the makeup. She's like, oh, my God. This, this is, is like such so, a steal. I know. Like, she's Love like, it. Like, it's probably better than the $50 shit I buy or whatever. Yes, you know, exactly. So she ends up by getting one of his jerseys that are mm. actually in Walmart. And, on sale. Uh, on sale. And she like walks out and uh, he like groans and he's like, oh my Stop. God. And, he, and she's like, how do I look? Like, <laughs> it looks great. And he's like, of course, you always look great. And of course, in all of these instances, there is that underlying sexual tension. And I, yeah. the reason why I like Friends to Lovers so much is because – there is this line that they're towing and they're like they may say some things and then they pull back and i like that type of yes. tension where it's like are, are they picking up on the vibes like yeah. are they picking up on the vibes i think they were picking up on the vibes hear what now, i really said what i really yes, meant yeah but they're too scared to like assume the line. they're yeah. too scared they're like i think she's flirting with me but i don't know so yeah. like they're too scared and i like that like that's an enjoyable type of tension yeah. for me one of my favorite lines in the book it's um 
it's a little bit, it's a little bit after this, but she's like, you know, she's like, I've been staring at Jasper my whole life, but now he's staring back. Yes. Like, I love that. It's like that it's moment like, where like, it changes. I'm noticing something here. I'm not right. crazy. Like, right. And in the same way we, we get Jasper's thoughts where he's thinking, you know, of course he didn't think about her whenever they were younger. He knew about the crush. And um, then whenever they were older, she was just starting out in life mm-hmm. and, you know, he didn't want to get in her way. And also she started dating. So he was like, oh, maybe that was just a childhood crush. And she got over it. Right. Like it was done by the time he started noticing her when they right. were older. So right. he was like, oh, well, that's I'm not going to mess any of this up. And we're good then, friends. And then when he helped her move into the city and one of the flashbacks, we find out that it wasn't just he was thinking about it. He was thinking about making a move and he had to run in with the dad. Yeah. And dad. The dad is a douchebag. Saw that they were really close and Mm -hmm. Jasper was 100% not his idea of a partner for his daughter because he knew that Jasper didn't have a family. Yeah, he's basically an orphan. An orphan. You know, comes from nothing. And also he doesn't respect the fact that Jasper's a successful athlete. Like, that's not the type of person he would like to associate with. Um, He prefers the elitist, business-minded people and Jasper doesn't fit that. And so he... The ones who own the teams. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's a, that's a good comparison. So he basically says, like, don't mess with my daughter because I will fuck with your career. And he's like, oh, and, yeah, you'll never you'll never be on any team once I'm done with I you. I understand that, especially with Jasper's background, like having had nothing mm-hmm. and hockey being like the only thing that's like sustaining him. He doesn't really have family to fall back on. And also just like, you know, the Edens have done so much already mm-hmm. and like not wanting to have that taken away from him and he's like it also plays in on to his insecurities being like well maybe i'm not good enough for right her anyway so right. maybe and he made that threat right when he was coming out to um start his like his first year yeah like it could have been easy to derail and kill his career yeah you know like at he that didn't time. have like connections or anything right. or not a good like relationship now. with now like he's coaches made himself. and yeah he has a good relationship with his team and stuff right. like that well um when he goes back to play obviously he's playing shitty because his mind is actually on his best friend and brother who is literally missing and he can't stand the thought of Bo maybe never is gonna come home and he's just like i can't how do you exist in a world without Bo? So he plays shitty and he loses four in a row. And his coach gives him some tough love because he did not inform his team that that was going on. And after the four losses, he finally says something. And the coach was like, Gervais, why didn't you tell us? Like, we wouldn't have put – he's like, no, I needed to play. You know, he was trying to be all tough and tough it out. Like, the team needs yeah. me, all that. And he was just like, no. So you're suspended. And it's not because we're mad at you, but it's because you should have told us already. And, like, yeah. you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be worried about this. You I should be worried about your family. I love response, too. It was like, dude, family is more important family than Family first. Like, and, but he is pissed that he's getting suspended. Yeah. He wants a distraction. He wants mm-hmm. a distraction. But it's a bad distraction because he's losing. So mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. very good. Um, so anyway now they decide to go back to the ranch and mm-hmm. one night sloan actually hears like jasper like punching the wall and like he she's been able to hear him like cry through the wall too and when they were younger and he was having nightmares about you know the past incident yeah, with his, his sister, sister he feels a lot of guilt for that and later on we find out that he told sloan the whole story other yeah. people know a little bit but he's the sloan is the only one that actually knows the full story and why he feels so much guilt for right. his sister so the situation was that the family didn't have a lot but one of their hobbies was actually riding on an atv and it used to be like he and his dad went all the time and he had mm-hmm. a younger sister and he was so proud. Um, he was like a young teen and yeah, he's like he, 14. Yeah. Very young. And he was proud because his dad like taught him the hand signals when they were crossing the road, like what it means to stop, what it means, like it's go time, like it's safe to cross, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he happened to be the first one across a pretty busy highway that it's hard to see because they have like a bend, you know, right. that you can't really see traffic coming over unless you're on the other side. So he goes first. He does it all safely. And when he turns back around, he gives the hand signal for wait because there is a truck coming and the sister misinterprets it because she's young and she doesn't know any. This is her first time really coming on her, her own. Over. Yeah, on her own ATV. 
and so she crosses the road and she dies um and so he feels a lot of responsible responsibility because he could have like shouted over like don't cross but he kind of was proud that he knew the signals that his dad knew and so he did that so like there's a lot of guilt going on when he was explaining all this i could 100 percent see myself doing this like yeah i it, it just it it broke my heart because i could see this happening in real life yeah it's it's tragic it's tragic and it's nobody's fault and it just the fact that his family you know they all reassured him they really did blame him yeah they they abandoned him him. they left him yeah exactly and he wasn't good enough they couldn't look at him after that like it was just awful for him so sloan's the only one that knows about it and so she used to actually like sneak in to his room you know to try to comfort him and they also always like would go on the roof and stuff like and so they were pretty close when they were young like just as close as um he and Bo were like they Mm -hmm. were close as well so when he punches the wall she thinks nothing of running into his room and seeing what's happening trying to take care of his hand and after that's all taken care of, they realize she's just in his jersey and no pants. Um, yeah. I'm also of the pantsless club, like cannot sleep with any pants. I don't like it. Same. And Jasper's just in boxers and it's like, hmm. He suddenly realizes she's standing between his thighs They're and her thighs like naked. rubbing his thigh while I she's. I love sitting. these types I of moments. too. Like it's so, the sexual tension so real and so intense. Like yeah. these are the moments. And it's like suddenly it's very quiet because they realize and he notices her gaze is kind of like wandering his it's like oh my god she's torso she's like hasn't oh, been this close oh. in a long time and yeah you know obviously <laughs> i'm seeing her as a woman now and yeah. she's single and i'm kind of interested and yeah. oh my god like are, are, are we something gonna happen and of course always pulling back and yeah. that's what i love about the friends to lovers is that they never want to cross the line too early right um <laughs> they want to be sure before they mess up their friendship and uh sloan ends up by actually like staying the night with him like just for yeah. comfort and stuff and it's in a tiny little bed <laughs> I love he wakes up with his his leg like thrown over both of hers and he's immediately like what am I doing like I need to get out of this feels bed. too right <laughs> feels stop so <laughs> oh no so um, and then Harvey has a dilemma he's supposed to be delivering hay to Violet yeah, Violet has her own like horse ranch and stuff she's and a jockey and hay. yes they need hay and apparently like the hay's not good, as good over there and he Harvey had already agreed to bring but them he's just hay. he just wants to be close to home in case they call yeah about exactly Bo. Jasper volunteers so he's like, like I'm not doing anything and he tells them like you know of course i'm suspended so i have time and uh, And so it's like oh okay i'll pack a bag and let's go (laughs) yeah sloan sloan's like i'm gonna go and also she knows that there's like a storm supposed to be blowing in and she knows that jasper is um a little bit i don't want to say like nervous about driving but he's a control freak about driving like he wants everybody to be safe the reason why he drives i think he drives a volvo is because of like the safety safety, metrics of that she even says, car. hey, can I drive? He goes, uh, no. no. And she knew that was going to be the answer. But yeah, she, she he just wants offers. to be in control. He wants to be safe. You know, he takes driving very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I mean, who wouldn't, you know, yeah. especially after that. So they, they agreed to go on this like little road trip. They're going to be having to stop <laughs> by themselves, you know, yep. at a hotel on the way because it's a long drive. I love and, they stop at this little lakeside hotel mm, with this beautiful little restaurant overlooks the lake. So, so we have like the moment where she goes goes for a cold dip and he goes in with her and yes. there's like brushing of arms and oh, legs, the legs under, the, under water. the water like it's uh, so intimate and it's it like is. it's like this could be considered playful friends but, but it, it could, could be, be considered, considered more <laughs> like oh, no. this is the best friends to love it is stuff. i like this like i i'll say it again and again like this is the type of stuff that i really enjoy yeah you know this type of tension and will they won't they when will they when you know will when they? will they we know, you know they will yeah of course we do <laughs> so um they actually um go into the bar and she wants buddy's best <laughs> she's oh, like yeah. y'all have buddy's best on tap and so they eat dinner and she's like drinking and she's like oh man i've had quite a few drinks mm-hmm. she's being a little bit flirty and stuff and then there's some fans at this oh, hotel she's not like the fans and um jasper there's... jasper is i feel like from what we saw of him in previous books he's very like low-key he always wears like a very. hat and he pulls it down low like he doesn't really he's always kind of like the hiding limelight. himself yeah the yeah. limelight he's not looking for it he's not he's polite yes though to like you know fans and stuff like even like the woman in the walmart asks, oh my god could you sign something for my grandsons mm-hmm. and of course he buys them jerseys and signs them for yes them. like he's very he's generous super, super nice he's just right. not an attention seeker right he's not so of course he doesn't want to be like the face of the team or anything like right. he's not into any of that so we have two boobalicious fans yeah. coming up wanting mm, can you sign this and then can you sign my tits yeah and- <laughs> 
<laughs> Sloane. This character Ugh. is like literally kind of the worst of the worst representation mm-hmm. of fans. She was extremely forceful, making him uncomfortable and basically being like, you know, you want to. And like, yeah, he's playing hard to get. Like, she's actually saying shit out loud that I'm like, what? I'm you're like, embarrassing yourself. You're so embarrassing the way that you're talking to him. And basically, Sloane kind of jumps in and says, like, stop sexually harassing him. He doesn't want to sign your test. He's not interested. Get away. So I really like that. Because mm-hmm. um, it can be seen, you know, as a little possessive. And, yeah. and we love that. We love that. Yeah. And then we have a kind of scary moment where they're on the road again. Right. And uh, the brakes really aren't working. Like, there's something yeah, all with, like, of a sudden the trailer. He's like, do you have your seatbelt on? She's like, yes. He goes, okay. okay. He's like, the brakes on the trailer aren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have to stop them with just the brakes on the truck. So basically, like, they could hydroplane all over the place. Stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to, might be rough. Yeah. Um, the roads aren't, I mean, they're. And they're in the mountains. Yeah. So, but so the not- cool thing is these mountains have, like, breakaway like they're called breakaways or something a breakaway hill don't Look, ask me we live in the live fucking flatlands flat okay flat we don't lands. even know what the hell that is yeah but basically it's when your brakes are off and you need to stop slowly it, i guess it's like an incline so you can go up and it'll bring you back down um that by itself sounds fucking terrifying yeah i wouldn't want to do it i couldn't do it i refused <laughs> to drive when we were in tennessee they're like oh you want to drive i'm like no absolutely no, not i don't no, want to i'm like i don't no, want to drive in here i'm sorry no. i'm not comfortable somebody with else that. be in charge <laughs> i know else do it. i did i made kevin my husband like drive in no, no 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 like, no no i no, no. no. can't do that so anyway, i would look at the scenery it was a scary <laughs> moment it was a little rough it was a little rough but they are both okay but understandably he has a bout of like ptsd and it's mostly to do with like he needs to reassure himself that someone's okay yes like so just like this moment okay y'all this moment um i love this moment yeah because like he literally after he stopped the the trailer stopped and the truck has stopped he is literally frozen in place and staring out the windows like in a catatonic state and she's like oh fuck he's like having um he's Meltdown. having like like he's in shock so she jumps and straddles his lap and is like, you know, touching his face, like, like "Hey, come look back at to me!" me. Are like, you, you know, like, like, I'm okay. Like we're okay. His face. I'm yeah, fine. I'm okay. We're okay. Everything is okay. Like, we're we're gonna be all right. All right. Oh my god! You and got then... it. You did it. You got us to safety. Like, you're everything's fine. <laughs> and so then, all of a sudden, like when he comes out of it, he's like Sloan and like. They kiss. They kiss. Oh. Can't help. It's like those moments whenever it's like, we could have died. We could have died. like, then I would have missed the chance. I could have lost her. And, and she like, never would have known. Yes. Oh, and I this love, is that perfect. I love these moments. So good. So and good. it was so sexy. And of course, yes. like, it's getting really hot really fast. And he's like, no way am I going to fuck her in a truck after I waited mm-hmm. this long. It's like, let's slow down. Let's get somewhere safe yeah and then they kind of talk about it like she she assumes like it was just a spur of the moment like she doesn't want to assume that it was anything more than a reaction to the moment right because she doesn't want to get her hopes up she doesn't want to get her hopes up she has had her hopes up for years when it came to this man yeah so she's not gonna start being all story-eyed and be like oh now's our chance no she's gonna temper that reaction that she wants to have with Mm -hmm. being like okay let's be calm cool collected let's give him an out let's be like i understand yeah it was a mistake state kind of kiss like it yeah. won't happen again but he decides to be like no like i intentionally wanted to do that yeah, it's like and i didn't just start having and i didn't feelings. just start having these feelings these aren't new and she's like which, which makes her ma- what it makes her more angry she's like so for years for years you've had these feelings and you just now you're, you're just gonna now let me marry another me? man like she is pissed and i kind of found it funny yeah me too. like i was I like was awesome <laughs> i was like okay awesome slow. i love this reaction like i was like because if you're thinking like she's oh she's just gonna melt for him mm-hmm. she's fucking furious she's at him, pissed you know and they're at the hotel and shouting she's shouting at him it's like yeah she's like listen awesome i i have been pining for you for you, you know if i've had a crush on you for a long time and all of a sudden it's your decision now and being like oh now no you've i have decided yeah you decided it's, it's, it's your time and like, she's like what the fuck i'm pissed at you and uh i love that while she's storing around he's just like taking it like because she's like she wants i want two she's like i want you know two two separate rooms or two or or whatever yeah so okay i want two beds there's only one bed bring up a cot i'll sleep on a fucking cot sleeping in the same bed as him and of course he's like i'm not letting her sleep on the cot but he's like i'm gonna let her rail because she's angry at me so i'm just gonna follow quietly behind her yeah it's so funny this whole situation so when they're in the room, he explains, he was like, no, he's like, I did start having feelings for you, like, when you moved to the city, but, uh, 
you know, uh, he, he doesn't say, he does not want to throw her dad under, under the bus. Right. Eventually he has to, to explain to, it fully. To def- yes. Because why he, he's waiting. He eventually goes, he does say like, oh, I thought it was just a crush. You started dating other people. And she's like, I only did that because you shut me down so hard when I did come to the city. Yes. And he was remember like. Remember that night when you were helping me move in? He's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I do remember. Yeah. And that he was, was like, when. the only reason why I did that is because of your dad. And she's like, and she's what? like, what? And like. She has a pretty good relationship with her dad. Like yeah. she's very, basically overlooking all his faults right now, right? Right. Star, starry-eyed, daddy's girl type of thing. Like she right. just doesn't want to face the music when it comes to her that dad. That he really is a selfish asshole and very is not so. thinking about her at all. Exactly. Um. So he reluctantly admits that had a run in with the dad, and so this devastates her. Devastates her to find out that her dad acted this way and that he was being manipulative. Yeah. Making the man that she loved go away because yeah. he wasn't suitable for her. And then also making her feel like being in a relationship with somebody. And and the fact that during this whole course of events, this whole book, there have been texts from her father and Sterling being like, stop being dramatic yeah, stop and being come back. Stop being a child and come home. Like, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them and fuck yeah. the dad for siding with. He's such a dick. Like, like this man not. is cheated on your daughter and you don't care. I mean, yeah. like, what the fuck? I, I just, yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, he told Jasper that he was from the wrong side of the tracks, like, literally. And I was like, wow, Jesus. Okay. Like, we don't associate with your kind. Like, oh my God, what I a know. fucking crazy villain person. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so. She is just really struggling, and um, they – I really love this moment, and I don't know if you've seen – like, it was on TikTok, it was on Facebook and stuff. There's a video of, like, two people in bed, and they're, like, wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts and stuff like that. Yeah. And the guy, like, literally, like, just kind of rolls over and hooks his arm, like, between her legs and just, like, pulls – her Ugh. into him i'm gonna have to send it to you if you haven't watched it because oh, it's like i want to see it's that. very i have not seen it it's very sexy <laughs> okay but also like very like they're like cuddling and snuggling like yeah. it's just like beautiful anyway jasper ends up like going to the cot that she's on and like picking her up bodily <laughs> with the cot mattress and placing her in the bed because she, she said i'm not leaving this mattress yeah i'm not leaving the mattress like, he puts well, her on the bed. i'm gonna let you keep your mattress and i thought that was really but you're cute staying by me <laughs> yeah and i like this i like that when they finally realize i mean mm-hmm. he's very firm he's like well i'm not walking away now right right, right. right. he's um, like i know you're angry but yeah i don't want you far away yeah I you know you, you can be angry with me over here yeah exactly <laughs> be angry at me close by and i really like that i, I think it's adorable and cute and uh then they finally get to violet's house she's still kind of steaming mad but good news when they're at violet's Bo has been found yes he's injured um he has some burns but harvey's with him and they end up by like facetiming um and Bo seems to be as well as could be yeah expected. i mean he's, he's obviously he looks thinner and yes he's obviously he's been, been through something he's been through something we don't Which know we exactly don't know and he exactly. is injured we see like an iv bag and stuff hooked up to him but he's in good spirits yeah you know and he's and just like it's so good to see your face you yep. know like and he's with <gasps> harvey and they all feel that sense of relief yeah. they're now happy you know well, whole i love family Bo is so, so much like yeah. i knew and i said this in one of their previous episodes i was like the first time bailey hit the scene i was like bailey has to be for Bo. like there's something yeah there's something there i love it i just i'm so excited about their book me too <laughs> i'm excited about it too so um if you haven't read um her other series elsie silver's other series which juliet has not but i've no, I recently read it i think i read flaws that must be where violet's first. book is huh? violet's book is over oh, okay, there yeah. yeah and you could tell like she had a book because they talk yeah. about her husband cole right. and how what a badass he is he's <laughs> the big also, alpha badass yeah. military guy he, <laughs> he's so awesome um but there um there's some previous books of all these characters that they're meeting right there and right. then there's a cabin that they actually put jasper and violet in and of course it only has one room and stuff like they're kind of forcing <laughs> it they see that some dynamics yeah. has changed and they're right. they're kind of forcing you know this issue and i really like it because you know forced proximity and they have to confront it yeah and they do end up by finally getting to the business they're yes. like no i want you i'm attracted to you like this is what i want you know yeah. like and nothing's gonna stop me now like we've been through too much and finally we're on the same page and you can be mad all you want but like i want you and <laughs> boom love it they're together 
and then they also have like fun playing i forgot what they call it because obviously i'm not like a suit i'm not well versed in hockey oh yeah <laughs> um, but I, they have like I'm a little either. like game on the lake the frozen lake oh, and stuff yeah. and they're just having fun and i just really like it it feels very like wholesome and like yeah. cute and i just like the very dynamics. small town romancy yeah i love it it's perfect <laughs> so then they return and jasper is playing hockey again and uh she is attending his games i really like it like she feels like you know a wag like she yeah. gets to be in the box <laughs> and she meets another girl who's really nice and stuff yeah and i like that they're not all like ooh, who are you mm-hmm. you know kind of thing and they she's were... just like jasper never brings anybody who are you yeah and she's and like, like oh i've been knowing him since we were young she's like, like really what? Like, like she's oh, like oh the mysterious mm-hmm. jasper so i really like that <laughs> um and she's still ignoring the dad's calls but she wants to go get some of the stuff that she had at sterling's apartment she didn't have a right. lot because they weren't like fully moved in with each other like she had yeah. like some stuff in storage and you know um, i love that jasper's like you're not going by yourself yeah he doesn't I want her to go alone <laughs> and she's like that's fine but you have to stay in the hall like because if he's there or anything like we're not gonna this isn't we're not gonna, gonna be, be a, crazy a big thing. fight i yeah. just want to go get my shit i just want to get my shit and go yeah like exactly. i don't want it to be a big I, I like deal. that i agreed with that and he's like fine he's protective and he <laughs> you know and so um they get all her stuff and i really like that moment as well she's like i just realized that nothing in there at all was like important to me at all yeah. but i still got it anyway because but i don't want one like fucking foods, thing yes her like everything that she had that was her she's like he's not taking having any of my shit you yes, know exactly what i also love about this and this is like my vindictiveness like enjoying it is like um, he noticed all the cameras and he knew that Sterling he was going to see them. So when she came out, he kissed the fuck out of her, like, and just basically eyeball the camera, like, be like, fuck you. You she's lost mine. out on a good thing. And she's mine now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I love you. Be like, so yeah, much. I know you were worried about me at that dinner that we had. You should have been. You should have been very <laughs> <is> worried. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I like oh, a good, man. let's stick it to the asshole I, moment, you know? Me Absolutely. Too. You know who else is good with that? Liz Tom Ford. Yes, 100%. Oh. Absolutely. I cannot wait for that one. Yes. Caught up? It's going to be so good. Yeah, it's caught caught up. No. So um, then Jasper actually told Sloan that he's been investing. He actually bought a bunch of houses in the same, like, small town where the ranch is at. Yeah, he's preparing for retirement. He knows he can't play forever. Yeah, he's being smart with his money. Right. And he's bought a bunch of houses. Some of them need to be renovated and stuff. And he offers it up to Sloan. Like, if you need a place to stay, like, this, you don't want to stay in the city? Yeah, you can stay in one of these. And I like how they both, like, even though that they have jobs that require them to be in the city, their hearts are in the small town. Their heart isn't wishing well ranch. Yeah. Yes, the and small town with town. the family. <laughs> and so they're kind of like playing house at this at this moment, like right. in time. And she's kind of like making decisions about like the renovations in this particular mm-hmm. one that she's kind of commandeered and stuff. And he's just letting her do it. Like she's making these decisions and she likes the, she likes it. But they've also not had a conversation about like what they are, you know, like they haven't had a big conversation about like do we love each other? Yeah. Like, are, okay, is this, we're, is this like we're sleeping together, but like are we yeah. boyfriend girlfriend like there's been <laughs> what no are actual we? conversation there's no like labeling because <laughs> and this is one thing i mean we're a pretty positive podcast but this is one critique that i had about the book that i felt like i wasn't i didn't have this problem in flawless and heartless but mm-hmm. the the fact that they weren't actually talking about the relationship and this is ends up by being the conflict they weren't talking about the relationship because they're too busy having sex all the time <laughs> and there's a plethora of sex scenes very descriptive sex scenes once it starts it's like once they have sex that first time yeah there's almost like every following scene ends up they end up by having sex right a full-on full descriptive sex scene and i will say that it wasn't my favorite and particularly because of the vibes of the sex scenes and i hope i'm going to explain myself correctly because again i had none of these problems with flawless and heartless and i have a theory as to why i feel like for me at least personally in my opinion why these felt different Mm -hmm. um Elsie like blew up after Flawless and Heartless and I feel like there's a lot there's a huge movement on TikTok it's spilled over into Instagram about spicy books and basically promoting books romance books based on the sex scenes and not other things which sex scenes have always been in romance books they have always been there but I think the way that authors are currently promoting their books to fit in with the spicy talk tag because that seems to be what readers want possibly could be influencing authors to write sex scenes a little bit differently and i felt like you know bo bo 
Jasper has this almost like Dom personality that I felt like came out of nowhere. Like yeah. he mentions he in his head, he's like, oh, well, I want certain things and I don't know if she'll be able to handle that. And to me, that came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, right. wait, why? And it really isn't explained why he needs this dominance and, uh, and control think, in yeah, the right. relationship and, and, and why he needs that control in sex like it doesn't there's no actual explanation we see that a lot in bdsm and it's yes. always like they had a traumatic yes. childhood they had some sort of bad sexual yes, experience something gray thing yes exactly like, like, like this tortured yes exactly turned into i have to be in control it's very common in erotica bdsm novels so it right. felt very out of place here and i think there's so, we really need to differentiate between like aggressive sex and dom sex yeah because like i can totally see jasper with aggressive sex but i agree when it went to the instructions and full-on dom sub shit yeah like crawl and like like, i need you to listen to me and stuff like that and stand there and take off your clothes and i need you to not and like edging her to the end of time yeah you he know was always edging her and, and like just, they had sex and then they would get in the car and then he would like finger her again and edge her and i'm just like this is just a lot it's just well, a lot, and what a lot I, you know what i told jessen is like i feel like okay if this was jasper and he needed control with other women i could see it but this is sloan like yeah. this is where i would like to have seen the control slip where he didn't need it anymore. He just wanted to love her passionately. Yeah. You know? And as a person who I enjoy a man who takes control in the bedroom, like uh, on yeah. page, off page, yeah. like that is definitely my, I, I'm, I'm not a person who wants to be the one in control. <laughs> exactly. I don't want Same. that. Okay. Same. So I'm not, I'm, I'm coming from a place of, I like that type of behavior, but right. it still felt off for me. It felt off for his character to behave this yeah. way, to, to like be so. Well, and like, their relationship. And their relationship just felt like tender, a very soft, tender thing thing and we weren't getting any tender moments with them actually being physically intimate and it was weird and I actually have a quote that really struck me upon reread um they have they bang it out again after she has a a ballet and he wants to fuck her and claim her in her dressing room and he's like fucking her up against the wall like crazy person with their parents right outside the door yeah everyone (laughs) can hear and like they just don't fucking care because they're so hot for each other and I'm like I, at this point, I was getting a little bit annoyed with with the sex scenes. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with them by now. Because it's not like the first time. This is about yes. the, the 20th sex a lot, a lot. scene or whatever. Which is, <laughs> again, I sometimes I want to read erotica, and sometimes I'm just like, this just doesn't fit here, right? And for me, it didn't fit. For a lot of people, they don't see what I see at all. But this line particularly um, kind of highlights for me. So this is something that Sloane is actually thinking about. Um, or Jasper's actually thinking about um, while he's banging Sloan. He says, there's nothing tender or sweet about us now, but we have lots of moments like that together. We reach for each other in the middle of the night, slowly moving together. We're playful in the mornings, my stubble against her inner thighs, making her giggle and gasp. But right now, this is therapeutic. Like we're punishing each other for so many years and moments missed. Like punishing, that word, that very forceful, Mm -hmm. aggressive word, punishing. Like they have punishing sex all the time, but we're never actually shown these tender moments. Jasper just like b- very briefly says oh yeah we do have those two but I'm just not going to show you and for me that's mm-hmm. a moment of they're telling me and they're not showing me and I'd rather witness the tender moments to yeah. balance out all of these aggressive sex scenes like I just want a balance and I wasn't getting that so this is my big complaint about powerless and how I felt like it felt different because right. if we look at Willa and Cade in the same vein they had very you know playful kinky sex it fit their personality the to a sex. T the daddy it was she was very teasing about it because he's a single dad he's older than yes. her and he, she is literally like e- he's got this sassy on. mouth who's always mouthing off and she he's got a yeah it 100 percent it worked fit for over there Agreed. but like for here it felt off for me and that's yeah. a personal opinion that's a personal opinion and I'm just stating <laughs> that you know just stating it I still like them as a couple I think that they right. fit I like their history I I love their story. I, I, I mean, absolutely enjoyed this book so much. Yes. But I tend to agree with Jessen on this. Yeah, I don't end. need all of my heroes to good girl my heroine. Like, if it fits for that guy, absolutely. But mm-hmm. Jasper being good girl with Sloane, I was like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like something he would say. You know, I, I don't know. For yeah. me, it would just felt a little bit 
it out was of un- character. It was very unexpected. Yeah, out of character, yeah. you know. Anyway, so, of course, as they're banging, um, the dad freaks out once they're done. And he's just <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, and Sloane confronts, you know, the dad being like, I can't believe that you ruined this for me. And you want me to be with Sterling? And he's saying all this elitist bullshit about, like, this is not the type of people we associate with. And, you know, I'm only doing what's best for you. Basically making excuses for his shitty parenting. Yeah. And then he tell, calls her the whole good girl, be a good girl and stand aside and yes, all that. Yes, be a good girl. And she realizes how little her dad thinks about her opinion and stuff. And she's just like, no, I'm not. And she stands up for herself, which is good. But mm-hmm. um, Sloane is worried about this this incident in particular because he does threaten Jasper's career again. He does yeah. say, you're finished. Like, you're finished. Yeah. I know people in high places. Like, you're done. But Jasper is just like, he's unflinching. He's mm-hmm. just like... It doesn't matter anymore. He doesn't have that, you know. But Sloane's worried about it. Yeah. So when they get in the car, she's like, oh, God. You know, he does have connections. So I do I do know my mm-hmm. dad has connections, and I'm worried about this. So they get in the car, and, you know, she mentions it, and he's like, it's not a big deal. You know, it's going to be fine. And she's like, but what if it's not? What if, what if he does ruin your career? And, like, Jasper's thinking about it, and he's processing it, but he doesn't say anything, which is a Communication bad, bad thing. <laughs> but I will say I really love, at least with all the books that I've read by Elsie Silver, um, all of my favorite books by Elsie Silver, I think that she does the third act conflict so well because they don't technically have breakups, right? It's not a real breakup. It's not a real breakup. In this instance, isn't mm-hmm. either. And Sloan basically just says, you know, I'm going to give you that time and – the fact that they haven't had that conversation about their relationship makes Sloane think this. And, quote, it says, Jasper has always been my heartbeat, and I still wonder if I'm his. I feel mm. – it feels as if uh, – if he feels as intensely as I do, if he loves me. He hasn't said the words, and neither have I. Like, they both are yeah. too afraid to go all to, in right. on it, and they yeah. haven't had that conversation, which makes this moment – they're on rocky ground. They're unsure of each other. Like, we haven't talked about the future, so we don't right. know where we are. Am I worth it if my dad does ruin his career? Like, right. does he see a future with me? Would I be worth it? Because I'm not quite sure if right. I'm not a priority. Yeah. And if and I'm not a priority, sense, yeah, if I'm not know? a priority, then we should break up right now because right. I don't want to get hurt later on down the line and you If you don't me. love me, yeah. like, then this isn't worth it. You know, if this isn't, like, for all time. Exactly. So she just like you have a lot to think about, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go, and you know, not stay with you. And like you should stay in the city, and mm-hmm. I'll go back. And you know, so he gives her time. The fact is, he's actually, and to me, this is like such a man. He has a plan. He's like, I'm gonna go yeah. talk to my coaches. I'm gonna make them aware of the situation. But he doesn't yeah. communicate any of that to Sloane. Yeah, he like, just goes and like, does it. But also, it. I will say, this is Jasper's character. Mm-hmm. He is the non-communicator male. You yes. know what I mean? So this all made perfect sense to me. He's like, okay, I'm just gonna like, handle fucking business and then come tell Sloane, right? Like and how it's gonna be. <laughs> she has like a little girls' night wine night, which has always been like a thing because uh, Summer and Willa have always had that. Yeah. So they kind of all invite um they get invited to Sloane's little mm-hmm. house that she's been staying in. And also, you know, Winter is there as well, which she has the next book. And um she just like, you know, pouring her heart out and they're like, Yeah, we don't blame you if Jasper mm-hmm. is if they're not y'all not having that conversation, like we understand that you're not gonna put your heart out on the line. Yeah. Jasper actually does come back and he sees he her sees that night, like, but he doesn't want to disturb, you yeah. know, that He's like, moment. he realizes they're having, like, the girls' night. He doesn't want to, like, break in right. on that. Right. So he decides, you know, to not intervene, to not, like, <laughs> go meet her that night still. Like, he's, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's doing the wrong thing, right? Y'all, this is so Shakespearean, And I love how Harvey, like, basically was like, God, men are stupid. He yeah, tell, like, like, Harvey is, like, literally the best. Harvey he's just is the like, best. You didn't tell her any of this? And he's like, oh, well, my God. no. And oh, my God. We also need to mention oh, the mom that the up. mom is the staying mom at Harvey's up. right so now. So Sloane's mom is apparently leaving Sloane's dad. Oh, I love it. And I love it. And shows up at Harvey. And, like, later on, we get, like, this little thing where it's like, oh, they're kind of, they argue like a married couple. And I'm like, 
honing in. I'm like, what? <laughs> me too. Harvey. Please. I'm like, Harvey, it's going to get an HEA. Because he's, oh he's been a widower for so long. And so like, long. I would love for him to and have it happily ever after. And, she, and that's like, you know, his, his ex. Sister-in-law. His, yeah, his wife's sister, you know. So it's just. A little taboo, but also like very wholesome because everybody loves sweet. each other. Like sweet. Yes. And like they find. And they know, both loved her sister so much. They have that together. Yes. Give it oh. to me. Absolutely give it to I think yes. someone actually asked if Harvey was going to get a book. And I think she said no, but she's not ruling out like a little short. A novella. Something, a novella would be sweet. Something, you know, for Harvey. And I'm like, yeah. please, he <laughs> deserves it. I love him. <laughs> so anyway, so Jasper decides to make his big move because, you know, the mom does say, like, Sloane's birthday's coming up. And she is going to dinner with mm-hmm. Sterling. Well, she, she knows Sterling's going to be there because the mom warns her, right? Yeah. Um, and because her mom's like, I don't want him to ambush you. And basically saying, like, you know, there's just, all these things that I shouldn't have let slide. And, right. like, now I know. And, like, I'm just done with your dad, too. Yeah. Like, we both can be done with him. And I'm not going to be there. I'm sorry. Like, I just can't, yeah, can't be I in can't it. I can't be with him anymore. So Sloane's like, that's fine. Because she wants her moment to tell her dad off I love to tell she Sterling off. dressed in, like, a... a a business, black suit. business power, suit power like suit. a power suit it's yeah awesome. she's like i'm gonna and they you know see her as a small dainty like ballerina, little ballerina like, little, who's like, gonna listen to us yeah to and men. she's like coming in like a fucking boss boys. she's like boom boom and like just doing all these things that they feel you could tell they're they're like that's unsloan like you know and she just like bitches i'm not you know putting myself down because of you and she yeah. basically has her moment where she tells them that she's not settling for anything less she's not gonna do just what they want like mm-hmm. sterling can fuck the fuck right off <laughs> goodbye <laughs> you shouldn't even be here sir right, right and her dad is very you know disappointed and stuff and i love how jasper ends up by showing up because he was like yeah your mother can't be here she's not feeling well or whatever um so it's just gonna be us three and like jasper walks up and he's like actually i'm here <laughs> it's gonna be all four and that moment is really great because it's like it's a show don't tell moment where he's like i'm showing you that i'm going to be there with you through right. thick or thin like I'm you're not, not going you through this alone yeah but he exactly. also sits back and lets her say her piece yeah like, he doesn't have to take over anything yes. he's just there he doesn't become like big man yes. and like step in for her he's just exactly. there to back her which there is awesome. to back her and i love it i love that she gets that moment i love that she has her big fu moment and just like they walk out like a fucking boss yes and it's such a great moment it's it so is. good so i really enjoyed powerless i oh, thought yeah. that they were such a cute couple together and uh i just love the eatons they're just like that's what I love about small towns. They always have like this family that I'm like, I love everyone. And yes, I want everyone to get their HEA. And I just love this community, like everything about it. And that's what makes it. I cannot wait for Bo. So special. Uh, so dying. Special. dying. Okay. Showdown, real quick. Uh, my showdown is the first kiss after the danger. That's mine too. Okay. Honestly, because again, <laughs> it was so intensely romantic. It's that perfect moment where it's just like, ah, the moment we've been waiting for. Finally, yes. it is and happening. It was, and it was perfect. It was, it was perfect. Just, like, and her passionate. reaction was perfect. Like, yes. all of it was just, I yes. really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. So that's definitely my showdown <laughs> scene as well. Same. Hi. Woohoo. Um. <laughs> So yeah, guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing The Brazen by Daphne Perry. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.